2: welcome to Horse Hour Live. Hope you've had a good weekend. Tonight we're talking young horses and training. And in particular, when is too young to be training a horse? It could be starting it, backing the horse, could be racing the horse, jumping the horse, doing dressage moves with the horse. When is too young? As always, just include hashtag Horse Hour in your tweets. Hey, welcome to Horse Hour Live. Hope you've had a good weekend and uh, you're enjoying Horse Hour on Twitter tonight. Uh, So tonight I thought we'd talk about young horses because we've had quite a few debates on how young is too young to be training your horse. And there's different disciplines that have different ages for their development. So I wanted to do a bit of research just to find out really what do the horses go through at their different ages? Because uh, I've always been brought up that three years old, three and a half is when you start backing a horse or starting a horse. And then after that, the next couple of years, you have to take your time with them because their bones haven't developed, their muscles haven't developed, they don't have enough strength. So when we look at race horses. They're raced at two, two and a half years old. I've had this question in my head, is that too young? And then at some competitions, they've got four-year-old classes where the four-year-old horses are jumping really, really high. And I'm just really curious to know what you think, really. Um, you know, Do you have any experience with young horses? Have you backed young horses? What age do you think is too young to be training horses? And I'll also share with you some information that I found when doing some research. So I hope you enjoy Horse Hour Live tonight. You can comment on Twitter. Just use hashtag horsehour. You can also send me a direct message. And you can comment on Facebook. Do let me know what you think. What age is too young to be training horses? horses this is horse hour oh Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. So tonight we're talking young horses. When is too young to be training a horse? Because recently there have been some shows which have four year olds jumping three foot, four foot, some even five foot fences, which to me seems quite insane because the horses are still young. So I was always taught that a young horse they haven't developed properly. You know, their their tendons, their muscles, their bones, they're not strong enough to be handling that pressure. So i'm wondering how far people will go to train their horses how young will they go will they start their young start them younger hoping that you know they'll have more time to be able to spend with them to to be able to get them up to a higher level quicker or is it a case of we're just hurting them And actually starting a horse too young is going to end up that horse being injured and uh, not be able to be used and and generally not have a very happy life. And the question that I often think to myself is in the racing industry, they do race them young, two, two and a half years old. And I've always asked, is that too young? I did hear the other day that um, they use the term wastage. And it just, it's used to describe losses that occur during the training and racing of a horse. And that worries me quite a lot that is this happening so much that they've now got a name for it? Do you not think maybe we should be thinking about how we train our horses, especially how we train our racehorses? Now, this isn't a, you know, against racehorse podcast or for racing podcast or, you know, against anybody that jumps their horse. This is literally just finding out a bit more information to say look how can we make an informed decision of what's best for our horse so if you have a young horse should you be going out and jumping it at three years old should you be galloping it across the forest if it's just only just been backed Now, my personal opinion is I don't think you should because I bought blackjack at four years old and I can categorically say he was nowhere near developed to be doing things like that. He couldn't, if I'd put him under pressure when he was four to be jumping, his brain wouldn't be able to cope with it, let alone his muscles and and, um, his ligaments to be able to cope with it. So I really am interested to know how many people do train their horses younger than the age of three. And what do you do within the training process? So if you start them at two, we're not going to hate on you at all. I just want to find out why. What's the reason? And has it worked for you? A number of studies have shown that musculoskeletal injury is by far the most common reason for this wastage in the racing industry. Um, they've even got statistics. So there was a study of 314 thoroughbreds in Newmarket that found that lameness was the single most important reason for wastage in young horses in training. And more than half of those horses experienced a period of lameness. And about 20% of affected horses, lameness was severe enough to prevent racing during the period of investigation. Those figures to me is, is huge. Out of 314 thoroughbreds, more than half of those horses experience lameness. More than half. That's got to be because they're not developed yet. There's that uh, many different factors can contribute to the development of the injury. Some of these suggestions are that the the problems stem from the training and racing of two-year-olds. So most racehorses begin training from 18 to 20 months of age, a year or more before the skeleton has reached full maturity. So I I think sometimes I put this back to children. I think, well, the children start walking at a certain age. You know, they're two, two and a half years old when they start walking and their skeleton isn't developed fully yet. However, would you put that pressure on a child? Would you expect them to lift weights and, and go run a marathon and, you know, spend all day on their feet? You just wouldn't because you know that they haven't developed enough. So why are we putting this pressure on our horses it's, it categorically says that they are not fully mature their skeleton hasn't reached full maturity until three years old so why are we doing it these are just things that i'm talking through you as uh, just questions that i've had in my head but i'm really interested to know what you think uh, you can tag me on twitter just hashtag horse hour or you can or you can comment on facebook as well so so there's been a few animal welfare implications of the training of and racing of young thoroughbred horses, starting at two years old. Um, but before we actually talk about what we think, there is a survey information to indicate that there's a high incidence of injuries in young horses in training. But on the other hand, recent studies have also demonstrated that thoroughbreds which be- begin racing as two-year-olds have longer careers compared to those which begin ra- training and racing at an older age. As well, there's growing evidence that in order to maximise the increases in bone and tendon strength that accompany training, horses should begin training at an early age. So on one step, it's saying, yes, they should be training at a young age because they have longer careers, which frazzles my brain a little bit if they're getting lame. But on the other hand, it's saying 50% of those horses that were trained young became lame so i guess it's the the other factors are how lame are those horses are they uh just aching a little bit or are they in severe pain that those are the things that that we don't know the answers to welcome back to horse hour live so when i first thought about uh, doing a podcast and opening up the discussion on young horses and training and how you, how young is too young for a horse to go through rigorous training i never imagined actually how how complex this question would be uh, because we look at racehorses and we know that they're two, two and a half years old when they're racing and a, a lot of the studies that I've found are actually contradicting each other but but it's all about how they're put across. There was a study in New Zealand um, and, it, and it, it was written in, in loads of press and lots of horse magazines and it was written as a positive study. And it said, New Zealand study finds two year old racing training may benefit horses. So I'll, I'll, I'll read this to you because I'd love to know what you think, okay? They said that the research conducted at Massey University studied 4,683 horses from a foal crop. So 4,683. And what they were testing or what they were looking for was the association between training milestones as two-year-olds with their length of career and then their racing success. And this was only in thoroughbred horses in New Zealand. And what they concluded from their study was that horses in training or racing as two-year-olds may have better musculoskeletal health throughout life than horses that are first in training or racing at a later age. What they got from their study, though, which they've left out of the article, is that 4,683 foals were registered, but only 3,152 foals made it to the trainer. So what happened to 1,531 foals that didn't make it to the trainer? why didn't they make it to the trainer through the backing process and through the initial training stage? So that's 30% of the foal crop that never made it to a trainer. It's just to me quite baffling because the article is that training young horses is beneficial to their their musculoskeletal system. um, But They've missed out the fact that 30% never even made it to the trainer. So what happened to that 30%? I mean, were they injured? Were they hurt? And then I've read articles and, and comments and and you've been great at, at letting us know what you think and your horses. And, and I'm fascinated with so many ex-race horses that, you know, you've taken them on and tried to retrain them. And they all have severe injuries that happen from when they were trained so young. So they have back injuries or ligament issues or tendon problems. And, and I, I am going to openly say I'm not a vet and I'm not, you know, a researcher. I've just been searching to try and find a few facts and a bit of information. And, and I'm determined to find a guest who's going to be brave enough to talk to me to, to talk about this. The truth is it's been quite hard finding a guest to come onto this podcast because nobody really wants to give their view either way but I am determined to find somebody so for now I'm just trying to share with you the facts that that I found Uh, so it is it is difficult really for me to sit here and say that training is good for young horses when I all I can see is that so many horses are are hurt by it by the young age and I still look at this jumping you know and, and even training dressage dressage horses when they're so young um we look at some of the major players at Vallegra, I remember seeing videos of him when he was training at five and he was so athletic um and, and he looked so supple and so strong and I would, be, I would love to sit down with Carl one day and just say, talk me through your training, not your whole training process, because that would give away all his secrets. But, you know, what did he do? Because I do, when I did speak to Carl, he has said to me before, you know, it's all about slow and steady. And it's at the horse's pace, which I also think is really important. You know, it's not pushing the horse too hard. It's not overstretching them too much when they're too young. It's not pulling their heads in to make them stay there when their muscles in their neck haven't developed properly so there's so much to think about when uh, when we are considering how young is too young um but I still can't get over the fact that I still think that two and two and a half is is too young for that so do tell me what what are you doing with your horse you know how old was he when he first jumped him um have you competed at a high level I'd love to know uh do you do you breed horses you know do you breed and produce them please tell me because I really really would love to know the facts of young horses hashtag horse hour for any of your comments
3: no one move no one speak please don't say that it's just me it's not just me and even forget just don't want this to end just yet not just yet but if I
2: back to horse hour live thank you so much for your comments particularly on the dressage i was really shocked to see how many of you are worried actually about how young horses are that are being trained in dressage um Rowie said what level dressage would you expect what age to be competing at and prince said depends on whether the horse was pushed to get there or just finds the work naturally easy and has progressed there without being pushed That's interesting. Half Step says it hugely depends. Uh, The FEI young horse tests are basically novice standard for four-year-olds, elementary standard for five-year-olds, and medium with flying changes. Then they've done another tweet, uh, but without canter half-passes for six-year-olds. The assumption is the horse will then come out at PSG as a seven-year-old and start GP rising nine. That's interesting. So they've actually got tests based on the age of the horses from what it sounds. Marie says, I was writing for PSG recently and noticed that at the top of the score sheet it said horses must be at least seven years old. That's good. Uh Tempe agrees. WNC says mine are 13 and 14 and doing prelim we know that's great we know they're over the uh, development stages by 13 and 14 so that's good Uh, million dollar says uh, depends on horse and rider mine is six years old competing novice british dressage working elementary at home Um, so hope to do a few elementaries by the end of the year Um, I've got no past experience. All I've done is hacking and hunting up until now. So six year old competing at novice British dressage. That's fair enough. I think I think these are all good ages. They're over, you know, they're over four years old. Um, It's the ones that I'm under four years old. I'm concerned yes interested definitely to know the facts why do you train your horse under four years old how far do you push them and what do you do with your training Uh, dressage crazy said all horses are individuals Uh, my 10 year old is competing medium and working advanced he had to have two years off dressage when i bought him as a five-year-old he had been pushed to destruction as a young big horse because he didn't stop growing till he was seven years old, it took ages to mature. That's really interesting, dressage crazy. Because lots of horses don't stop developing until they're seven or eight. I know that my horse Blackjack, he continued to grow until he was eight years old. Um, he's now turned nine, and um, and I know that he's reached his maturity. So through my process, when I was tra- training him, I had to be really careful what I did. I couldn't push him hardly at all. Obviously, we all know why, because of the injury. Um, the injury that he got was uh, from a previous owner that pushed him too much. He was cart raced. He shouldn't have done that. He was only two and a half years old. He got a tendon injury and it's hurt him for the rest of his life. But put that aside, a Frisian, he's a Frisian cross Gelderlander, Friesians tend to not stop growing until they're at least six or seven years old. And this is, you can speak to anybody in the Friesian Society about that. It's all about their training, has to be gentle, and, uh, and they're so heavy with their feet that you don't want to put any added pressure on them. So what, what age do other horses stop growing? Are they, are, they not, are they not actually mature and are we pushing them way too hard? Um, tell me about your horses. Hashtag Horse Hour on Twitter. You can also comment on Facebook. Um, a few questions to ask you. Do you have an X ex horse? And, uh, what's he like? Is he okay? Was he pushed too hard? Or is he absolutely fine? He was trained at a young age and now he's really healthy, really fit and, uh, and he's been the best horse ever. Uh, two, if you've got a dressage horse, what ages are you training through the process? So when are you starting to ask for contact? When are you starting to ask for lift? Uh, when are you asking them to be really, really strong on their hind end? Are there certain ages or does it depend on the breed? Really fascinated to know your opinion tonight. Hashtag horse I was looking for a breath of life, a little
4: touch of heavenly light, but all the choirs in my head said, oh. Get a dream of a life again. A little vision of a sun air. But all the choirs in my head say, Go. Oh. But I need one more touch. Another taste of heavenly rush. And I'll believe, I'll believe it's so. The taste of divine rush and I believe I believe it's stone.
2: Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. We're talking young horses this evening. How young is too young to be training a horse? Uh, I'd like to share a story with you of Bob. He... It's based over in America. Uh, he's he's a he goes reining. He backs horses, starts horses, breeds horses, trains horses, and uh, and I and I found his story quite interesting with how he actually starts horses. He says it's easy. He says starting horses young isn't necessarily bad if you're smart about it. In 1988, I rode a three-year-old colt called Smart Little Cowboy to my first National reigned Cow Horse Association Snaffle Bit Future. Futurity Championship. Uh, The editor of a major magazine refused to run a story about my win because in her opinion I'd started the horse too young. He'd started him lightly under saddle early in his two-year-old year year, but he didn't learn until later that he was a July Colt. Bob says it turned out he was the youngest horse I'd ever started but it worked out well he remained healthy and sound and in fact he went on to win AQHA reserve world championship in cutting and was AQHA national champion reigning horse several years after that. He's still breeding mares today he's 23 years old. Bob says, what I learned from starting him young prompted me to start a lot of my horses just before they turned two, which is now standard practice in the futurity field. But the key to my horse's longevity is that I start them easy. So if you're reacting the same as I am right now, which is they start them just before he's there. two, then I'm eager to hear his training techniques and what he considers to be starting, what he considers to be, is it backing, braking, riding, not riding? Because some people would consider starting a foal as starting the process of handling them and putting the, the head collar on them and getting them used to people. But the starting that I think of is when you're backing them is when you're training them under saddle or in hand and you're asking them to do things that they wouldn't normally do every day in their field Bob goes on to say I may ride my young horses for more days than some trainers do but I'll put fewer hours on them that matters a lot I work hard not to stress them I keep my arena footing worked and watered to minimise concussion on feet and joints. And I do a lot of low-impact work at the walk on my colts and fillies, such as lateral movement. That way they slowly build physical strength and mental maturity. To me, starting babies is like building a house. Have you ever watched a cement foundation being poured? The builders take special care. They don't want to dry too quickly because that makes the cement brittle. The slower it dries, the stronger it is. Without a strong foundation, the rest of the structure will fail. He goes on to say early training is the foundation of any horse. Without a good strong one, you won't have a horse that lasts. And it takes a long time to build a good strong foundation, which is why I start my futurity horses young. Ultimately, it lessens the pressure on them. I'm a big believer in career longevity for horses and have written repeatedly about that. Horses from my program are out there winning on a national level into their mid to late teens. Good horses don't grow on trees. I want mine to last. By riding smart, I can help that happen. Now, interestingly, I, I believe with a lot of his thoughts and a lot of his opinions, we do want longevity longevity for our horses. We do want them to, to grow up, to be happy, healthy, well-rounded competition horses if you want, happy hacking horses, whatever you want your horse to be, as long as it's happy and it's healthy, that's what's important. What bothers me is do we really need to start them so young? And even listening to to Bob's story and his reasons why, I'm still not sure you should be putting a heavy-weighted man on the back of a horse whose skeleton hasn't even fully developed yet. I get how we can build strength. And I get that, uh, you know, by walking a, a, a baby horse around, it's teaching them a lot. It's teaching them how to be handled. It's teaching them how to trust you and respect you and, and, and listen to you. So you could take a, a two-year-old and walk it around a school if you're on the ground. But I still don't agree with putting somebody on its back what do you think? Tell me your opinion. Uh, hashtag horse hour on Twitter, because I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks that this is slightly crazy. Uh, so, so yeah, it'd be nice to know if you agree or if you don't agree, then tell me why. Hashtag horse hour on Twitter and you can comment on Facebook too.
4: Just a blade in the grass, a spoke unto the wheel. Oh, my, my cold hearted child, tell me where it's all. i the
2: Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. We're talking young horses and training. When is too young to be training a horse? I thought I'd have a look and see what Monty Roberts thinks of the idea. Because uh, he, he always, you know, he's been doing this for years. He knows a lot. And uh, and I was keen to just get his thoughts, really, and see what he thought. So, um, so Monty sent some information on his thoughts on training young horses. It's quite long, uh, but I'd love to share it with you. Uh, his main point is... The the decision as to when to begin training a young horse, including the aspect of training that would would involve riding, is relatively subjective, which I think we've kind of we've we've decided that throughout this hour anyway. So many other things come into play with it. Uh, but Monty says, until science becomes a good deal more advanced in this area, there are only a few benchmarks that we have available which are based on objective proven science one aspect that i see remaining subjective for a significant period of time would be the psychological factors where the young horse is concerned this is why i love monte because we haven't even talked about the psychological in- impact i've literally been focusing on the musculoskeletal and the bones and the tendons and the and the ligaments um, but there are huge impacts on the psychology of the horse and what they have to deal with um Monty says the procedure whereby we x-ray the growth plates is now about 40 years in use. This science has not been encouraged sufficiently in my opinion. It's a relatively easy test of the skeletal maturity of young horses. It is my opinion that virtually every youngster that we begin to train seriously should undergo observations in this area. Body conformation is a factor. While it's relatively subjective, good horsemen can detect immature aspects of body conformation that the beginner would be hard pressed to identify. These characteristics will often vary relative to the breeds in question. It's the rule of thumb that larger breeds require more time to mature than the smaller ones do. Great. So, like I said earlier, Fregeans do take a longer time to actually mature. It's between seven and eight years old. At some of the other horses the other breeds mature at four uh, four, not necessarily four five really five or six Uh, monty goes on to say that many experienced horsemen will first observe whether or not the overall conformation of the horse is level or unlevel the individual which seems to be significantly higher in the front or conversely higher behind is thought to be less mature than one that is relatively level The next consideration is often measured by muscular development. The immature horse will often be referred to as not filled out yet. What the horseman means by this is there is a lack of developed muscling. One can readily see that this is utterly subjective, as many 10-year-olds will be unlevel or lack significant muscle. These are only rather insignificant benchmarks by which to judge maturity in the young horse. So I guess he's giving us an idea of how how we can tell if our horses are mature, not just based on their age, but uh, based on some of the confirmation. But I do see how he says that it is completely subjective because some horses have had more training than others. Uh, when they maybe shouldn't have done uh, and they may give, a, give the look or the idea that they're a bit older than, than they actually are. Uh, Monty says when one reaches into the area of psychological maturity it raises the bar as to subjectivity. Unless one is blessed with significant experience it's difficult to identify behavioural patterns where psychology, psychological maturity is concerned. A young, warm-blood jumper may well express the ability to jump great heights in his third year, but often the athletic output necessary will affect his young mind in such a way as to instill significant amounts of anxiety toward his work. This will tend to create a youngster which will charge at his fences or simply stop to avoid the stress and exertion. One will often see the early stresses of dressage training cause an immature youngster to resent his work, resulting in rearing or bolting, in an effort to avoid execution of manoeuvres which in fact overmatch him. I have often seen young cutting horses which, when overmatched while immature, actually refuse to turn and bolt away from their cattle – Once these behavioural manifestations have been expressed, they're very difficult to overcome. I believe that once a horse sees a way out of his responsibilities, then he becomes habituated to avoiding them. It's the obligation of every horseman to observe and execute manoeuvres with the young horse that allow for a feeling of confidence the immature horse like the immature human needs to have fun so as to maintain interest and generosity in their chosen efforts one needs to balance progress so as not to bore the youngster riding a fine line between advancement and the maintenance of a healthy attitude it is my opinion that interested horsemen should be cautious not to develop a, g- a knee-jerk attitude towards rules and regulations that would mandate the restriction of competition based on maturity I have heard many people say two-year-old racing should be banned from existence. This tends to sound good to people who view themselves as caring for horses. In fact, one should be quite careful to consider both sides of every issue. If two-year-old racing was summarily banned, several factors would immediately come into play. One would be that it would require the industry to have two-year-old sales instead of yearling sales. Buyers would be reluctant to face two years of non-competition instead of one. At present, yearling sales typically occur when the animals are 16 to 18 months of age. This means the first saddling generally occurs around 20 months of age and the time of the first race around the 28th to the 30th month. The second consideration would be that each of the breeding farms would have to accommodate the colts from 16 to 28 months in in individual paddocks. Any thoroughbred colts being prepared for sale would have to be individualised during these months or his battle scars would present an unacceptable picture in the auction ring. It's my opinion that during these months some organised exercise is strongly advised in order to develop a strong body destined for professional athletics. Individual paddocks would obviously be extremely small and afford far less opportunity for stretching the limbs during these formative years. My third consideration would take the form of being adverse to legislating morality. I am strongly of the opinion that we should try at all times to cause people and horses to want to do the proper thing rather than telling them they must do the proper thing. Rules and regulations that would ban anything are often looked upon as challenges and are more often than not broken. In addition, one would anticipate enormous resistance to this idea and, in my opinion, it would be very difficult to prevail as a legislative addict. My personal preference in areas such as this is to first say it's perfectly fine to race two-year-olds, but it should be done only with the best interest of the horse has been assured. With that in mind, it's my recommendation that the associations should be approached with the proposal that it's fine to race two-year-olds, but only when their X-rays clearly place them in the category A. This status cannot be achieved until the individually, individual is fully matured from a skeletal standpoint." While I realise that this would not address psychological issues, it would go a long way to allowing the horse sufficient time to be psychologically mature, even considering the sub- subjective nature of that benchmark. What, what He's great because he's given us so much information. What this would effectively mean is that there would be very few two-year-olds eligible to race before August or September when they are about 29 to 30 months of age. It's difficult to imagine any owner that would argue that he wants to race his two-year-old even though there is significant risk that injury would compromise his racing career. It is my opinion that there has not been enough educational effort to inform owners and trainers of the value of this analysis. The various associations involved should be immediately willing to address the issue. He's so clever. I love Monty. He also goes on to say, uh, a caring person might say, just make the three-year-old classics later in the year. This, in my opinion is a great thing to do. The logistics of it, however, would throw us right back in the area of trying to pass legislation that would equal the effort of climbing Mount Everest. We need to remember that the Breeders' Cup is in October and it's designed to find a champion and a classic winner of the three-year-old season. To move races like the Kentucky Derby, Preakness and Belmont would be akin to moving mountains. Personally, I would try to do it, however, I would make that attempt after the rule to race only category A two-year-olds, was in place for a season or two. Recently, I was told by an Olympic medal winner that the three-year-old futurity for cutting reining and working cow-horse competitors was a year too early. It seems to me that this is a slippery slope to begin criticising competitive efforts by simply saying make them a year later. It wouldn't bother me to see these futurities one year later and I believe that on balance the horses would be better off. It is a subjective call however and difficult to defend on specific scientific grounds. In this particular case I would once again employ motivation rather than legislation. Interested owners and trainers should petition the association to offer greater amounts of prize money and prestige to the four-year-old derbies than they currently offer for the three-year-old futurities." Well, Monty has certainly put us in our place and uh, and I do agree with his points um that there's no is it worth legislating or should it be that we all just get together and say let's let's try and x-ray these horses, let's look at their psychological um impacts that it's having um but also he's right. what happens if we do ban these races and we do stop these competitions? what's going to have the long term effect of the horse?
3: Never know when they'll pass you by Like a sum the mathematician cannot solve Like me, trying my hardest to explain be the one i come and find. Like the poster of Berlin on my wall. Maybe there's a chance our walls
1: might fall.
2: Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. We're talking young horses and uh, when do you start them? When do you train them? And uh, you've been tweeting loads on Horse Hour. Thank you. Uh, Pepper Stewart says it's different for most. We get a good 30-day foundation as a 2-year-old, then turn out until a 3-year-old ready to really start training. Uh, he's got 7SC Ranch over in America. He does a lot of training with horses, young horses. And uh, and I trust you, Pepper, because I think I hear a lot about people turning out their horses after they've backed them, after they've started them, to give them a break. To give their brain a break, to kind of accept the information that you've taught them. Um, I'd love to know more from you, though, Pepper. Like, what do you do? What's included in your thirty-day foundation? Uh, good evening, Alana. She's tweeted saying, "If starting training too young, can it cause back issues like kissing spine? Uh, because they've been worked whilst they're still growing." I think that's a really interesting question. Um having a heavy guy or having having anybody weighted on their back if their spine hasn't yet developed then um, then is it going to cause more damage she also then went on to tweet is it true that the spine isn't formally isn't fully formed until the age of eight Well, I've done a little bit of research for you there, Alana, and uh, I've got some myths and facts about your horse's bone development. Uh, When is it okay to start riding or to asking your horse to perform strenuous activities like jumping? So here's some things that you should know before you put your little youngster to work. You may have heard someone saying something about waiting until a horse's knees close to begin work. Referring to growth plates just above the knee. But did you know that a horse has growth plates on pretty much every bone in its body, sometimes more than one? And the knees are not the last to fuse, so they're not the only ones to consider. Many people believe that certain breeds mature earlier than others. While that be, may be true of mental maturation, when it comes to skeletal development, all breeds generally mature on the same schedule. But the taller and longer neck your horse is, the later he'll finish developing. Which is why warm bloods often seem to take much longer and probably why my Frisian takes a little bit longer as well. Uh, because he does have uh, a big neck and, uh, and he's very tall. But in general, the process of growth plates become bone uh, be, uh, in general the process of growth plates becoming bone happens from the bottom of the animal up. Most bones have fused by the time the horse reaches the age of four. But the pelvis keeps growing until a horse is about five, and some plates of the vertebral column do not fuse until a small horse is five and a half or older. So I hope that answers your question, Alana. Uh, most most bones have fused by the time a horse reaches the age of four, apart from the pelvis because that's five years old. Uh, Do keep in mind though that some horses especially quarter horses look ready before they are and some like thoroughbreds are given hard workloads as early as the age of two but that doesn't mean it's a good idea because frequent injuries happen to young racehorses. So if you're thinking of uh, riding a lovely four or five year old do keep in mind that his skeleton isn't fully mature yet. He might not grow visibly bigger but his body is still developing into its adult form and that may continue until he's past his sixth birthday. So be careful not to yank his neck or slam his back. Horses whose backs are still fusing are more vulnerable to back injuries and structural damage from riding. You don't have to wait until all of your horse's growth plates have fused to start riding but you should be careful that the process is far enough along so you don't risk injuring the horse from riding or asking stressful manoeuvres. So not everyone agrees on the exact timing of the development, but many uh, people start horses at three with no problems. However, Dr. Deb... Deb Bennett is one of the world's best experts on equine anatomy and conformation and she advises waiting, ideally until a horse is four years old to ride and she suggests that horses can learn the basics of various disciplines at five, so it's okay to jump but they shouldn't be on the payroll doing hard repetitive work until six. Giving a horse enough time to develop before you put him or her to work helps to ensure that he'll last in top form as long as possible and as Bennett says, the longer you wait the safer you'll be i hope that answers some of your questions alana and uh, and, and i will be inviting bnw equine vets onto the horse hour podcast to be discussing kissing spines next month so if you've got any issues i hope that we answer some of your questions for you Thanks so much for listening to Horse Hour Live. You can catch up on all our previous episodes of the Horse Hour podcast if you head to our website, horsehour.co.uk. There's loads of information on there as well, some education. If you're looking for new things to try with your horse or uh, you might be a little bit worried, maybe they've got some lumps and bumps and you want some advice, then head to our education hub. I'm excited about next week's podcast because we've got the lovely guys from B&W Equine Vets where we're talking the vetting process process. Uh, Charlotte's joining us to talk us through the two-stage and the five-stage vetting and what we should expect. Um, you can also hear Steph Eardley and uh, Steph is a Grand Prix dressage rider. She's a judge and she's just competed at her first international show for Great Britain. So I'm so so pleased for her. And uh, Steph gives us some advice on what the judges are looking for in your dressage test and, uh, and what it's like trying to get out and trying to get up to international level. You can listen to all those episodes on horsehour.co.uk on Acast on iTunes, and uh, it's been lovely chatting with you tonight. Thank you so much for your comments. I hope you have a lovely week with your horse, and I'll speak to you soon.
1: You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at Stevenson one and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM.